Hi, I'm Janessa McKenzie, the brand human, and I help entrepreneurs gain the mindset, messaging, and visibility to unapologetically show up and build their brands. So how do you build your brand from the inside out? This is the Elevate Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Elevate Podcast. This is Janessa, and I am here with Caroline Matthews. Caroline is a multi-award-winning fashion designer, speaker, and mentor to women who are ready to find their voice, own their brilliance, and let their untamed side out to the world. Does that sound familiar to anybody else? (laughs) Welcome, Caroline. How are you? I'm amazing. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm very well. Very well. So tell us a little bit more about you. Who, you know, who do you help? What do you do? How do you help them? So, um, to cut a long story short, I, um, I'm obviously a multi-ordering fashion designer. So, uh, my, my first and foremost passion is to really empower women through fashion, Mm. um, and to really help them to find their voice within fashion and within their style. Um, and I have a company called Deluxe Collective, uh, which originally started off doing business mentoring and, um, it went really well. And, you know, when you kind of have that niggling feeling where you're like, yeah, I'm liking business coaching, but I know I want, I'm just like all about the woman. I'm like, I want to know more about the woman. I want to know, dig deep into strip her all back, pull her apart and then put her back together again. And then, yes, yes, I do. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I was like, yeah, I'm kind of, I I mean, I I still help. Part of what I do is I still help women with the business element. But for me, you cannot have a successful business. And I don't like to use the word authentic because I think it's overused. But you can't, to me personally, I don't think you can be your most looks version if you haven't figured out you first because you fall what you do is you just fall into following everybody else's I know they swallow um everybody else's path um and I think you lose yourself so that's why I kind of pivoted really into that kind of direction so it's I don't I don't know really kind of what to call myself it's kind of a business coaching (laughs) but I guess it's a bit more yeah it's really weird to to kind of put yourself in a box so I've decided to not put myself in a box good for you yeah I (laughs) felt the same way and I it's funny because I have had the same feeling like I'm like I don't want to call myself something specific (laughs) yeah like I'm not really I mean yes I do help women entrepreneurs and I do help them be fearless in their personal brands and build amazing things with their businesses Mm. but it's so much more than that and you know, to put a, a label on that. Like it's hard, really, isn't it? It very you look hard. At everything online. And if you follow any coaches or anything, it's like, you've got to find your niche. You've got to mm. find your title. You've got to, you know, people have got to be able to go straight to your Instagram and go, all right, okay, she's a business coach or she's a personal branding coach. And I get that, but it doesn't, it, that definition and that kind of box really freaks me out. And it's just not, it's not being conducive to me at all. In fact, I think it's hindered me more so than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that actually has hindered me as well. Mm. Uh, And it's very recent, very, well, I can't really say very recent, but it's when I was first trying to figure out, okay, what kind of coach am I? Like I, 
am a brand, you know, brand coach. So that mm. means so much to so many different people, right? I mean, the word brand and the word branding gets mixed up or, you know, used mm. hand in hand or they're the same thing and they're not. So, you know, it was very difficult for me for a long time to say, okay, well, I am a brand coach and I mm. will get the, the, um, you know, inquiries. Oh, can you help me with my website? And that, you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, I, I could, but that's not what, you know, yeah. that's, that's not the main focus. So and you're not it, even personal branding either. It, it's really weird. I don't know what the label is. <laughs> yeah. I, I just have now just resigned to coach. I'm a coach yeah. and I help women be fearless through their personal brand period. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you come. Well done. <laughs> At yeah. least you caught with the title. I'm still figuring that one out. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so funny. Yeah. I, I agree. So anyone out there that's listening to either one of us right now and can resonate with this, please let us know that we're not alone over here and, and that we're the, you know, we don't like to be in we're boxes. We say F the box, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And just be you, um, really is really what it comes down to. So, so tell me, Caroline, tell me a little bit more about your story. I see that you like totally shut down a business and then came out. Yeah. Stronger. Well, um, I, as I said, I started the Lux Collective um, about three and a half years ago. And essentially, it started obviously alongside my fashion designing. Um, the Lux Collective started as a platform to help women to essentially be unapologetic and to thrive in their business. Um, and yeah, I was doing it, loved it had clients, um, hosted events in LA. Um, yeah, I'm in the UK, but I've thought, you know, I'm going to host them in LA, hosting my own events there. Um, had my own Facebook group with about 1500 women in it. All was going fine. Um, but it just, it just started to feel like it wasn't, it wasn't right. There was some kind of imbalance there. And when I came up with the name for the Lux Collective, um, Lux actually stands for Limitless, Unapologetic, Extraordinary and Empowered Women. Um, that was the kind of collective I wanted, that they were the kind of women that I wanted to be surrounded by. They were the kind of women that I wanted to help become that. And um, I felt that I wasn't being that anymore. Um, I felt suffocated I felt that every single morning I was waking up trying to come up with content to put on Instagram so that I was seen to be showing up on Instagram um I I mean I love video and I love audio and all that kind of stuff but everything just felt really really shit basically and I was just like what is going on like and I'd started to feel like I had some clients that were coming on and then I had others that were coming on and then pulling out and it just, and then I had some other clients that weren't really great ones and I just thought do you know what like you have to take responsibility for this yourself and I was like why am I attracting these kind of women and I thought it's because I, I wasn't figuring out my own shit, essentially. I was pretending. I was wearing like this mask of femininity and going, yeah, I'm a looks woman. I'm a looks woman. When really, I wasn't fully because I was going in this direction that 
I'd, I'd started. So I was like, right, well, I've got to finish. And then this is very, very, very recent. So seven weeks ago now, I've been off social media. The, th- the third week in February, I think it was, I woke up and I was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't wake up anymore feeling like shit. I can't wake up worrying about what content to write. I can't wake up wanting to please other people all the time. And um, I just felt more alone. So I spoke to a couple of friends actually. And um, they were like, look, you know, just do what feels right to you. And I remember talking to my boyfriend and I was like, I've stopped everything. And he was like, what do you mean? And I said, I've closed. <laughs> What's that really on about? What? <laughs> I had, I closed my Facebook group, which had, as I said, around about a thousand plus women. I closed my fashion website and the Lux Collective website. I temporarily disabled my Instagram. Um, what else did I do? Yeah, they were the main things. I literally just completely took myself offline I didn't tell anybody I was doing it I didn't write any post that said oh yeah you know I'm taking a sabbatical or whatever it was I just stopped everything and I thought you know what I'm just gonna go get a job for a bit because I need to be able to breathe and think like how I want to move forward with the Lux Collective because I just felt that it it wasn't it wasn't being mean it what it didn't have the same values as it was when it started mm-hmm. um and then of course Covidville, as my boyfriend calls it, happened. <laughs> and um, I was like, oh, well, crap, I can't go get a job now because we're not allowed to leave the house. Right. Um, so it was, you know, the, I believe in the universe. I'm a bit woo-woo. And mm-hmm. I thought, well, obviously now's the time to kind of think about everything. And in the meantime, I've been keeping a video diary of just how I felt and things that were coming up for me and I was journaling a lot. Well, I don't say journal, I just say just brain dumping really yeah. what was in my head. Um, and I worked out a lot. I found my own, my old kind of, my own toolkit kind of thing. And I really realized that um, obviously I'd not been, I'd not been living my brilliance really. And that I really had to figure out like what my strengths were, like where my strengths were in my business and what my, the manifesto was for my business. And um, I, I'm, I'm a lover of podcasts. I love audio. I love speaking. I love public speaking. I love doing videos, all that stuff that loads of people are really scared of. I thrive on, like put me in a room of 200 plus women and I'm all about it. Yeah. Tell me I have to go write a blog post and I will procrastinate like shit. I'm like <laughs> not writing. <laughs> I'll speak it, but I'm not de- I don't like doing that. Mm-hmm. And um I was like, do you know what? I think I'm just gonna start a podcast. I was like, I'm gonna start a podcast. And I was telling my boyfriend, he's like, Why are you gonna start a podcast? He was like, What what are you gonna do about the Lux Collective? And I was like, I feel this is the direction for me because in these seven weeks that I have done nothing in social media. I have learned to, I've learned that my feelings are my compass. And so anything now that feels good to me, I go in that direction. It doesn't matter how crazy or off the wall or off the charts it is. I will go in that direction. Whereas before I was never really listening to myself. I was like, oh, you've got to post on Instagram or you've got to do this. And and even if it didn't feel right, I was still doing it because Mm. that was the way I felt social media and entrepreneurship was taught that was how I had to be 
in order to be who I thought I needed to be when really the only woman I ever really needed to be was the woman I am now. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, I just thought, you know what, I'm going to start a podcast and I'm just going to share my story. I'm just going to share the bits of wisdom that I have. And hopefully I am going to, you know, be able to help educate other women, but also then go on a journey with them and learn more about me so they can learn more about themselves and that's kind of that's really where I'm at now because I couldn't obviously restart the fashion label because of everything that's going on so it was like right you're gonna have to put that on a bit of a back burner but I am making some clutch bags actually I'm doing I'm just getting all my leather yeah it's a lot of like recycled uh leather and stuff so I used to make them when I lived overseas so I'm keeping my kind of creative bit there but yeah, it was just like, what are my strengths? My strengths are in speaking. My strengths are in audio. My strengths are in video. So I recently went on, did a Facebook Live on my personal page and was like, look, I came off social media because I hated it. I hated the woman that I was. Well, not hate is a strong word, but I wasn't loving on the woman that I was. And, you know, the biggest manifesto for me is to, to be writing my own rules and I wasn't writing them rules. I was essentially living my entrepreneurial journey and my life journey through other people. So how could I expect people to resonate with me if I was living through other people? Yeah. You know, and and that's that's kind of what it was. And all these kind of epiphanies started to to kind of come into my head. And so I was like, right, I'm going to start this podcast. And it's going to be called, you know, the Flawlessly Flawed Podcast because we as women are flawlessly flawed. Yeah. And, you know, the tagline that I came up with it, will come up for it was, um, don't change the world by, don't change the world by changing you, change the world by being who you are. Because yes. that is essentially what I did. I was trying to change the world and by changing me mm-hmm. to fit into that world when really the best way to change the world is by being me. And I love that. I love your that's story. How I've, I love thank it. you. And that's how I'm here now. So it's very fresh, really. Yeah. And it's, it's great too, because I think we do get stuck in that, in that, you know, cycle as an entrepreneur, as a woman, period, you know, but also as a woman entrepreneur to do what everyone else is doing, mm-hmm. you know, uh, oh, well, this person's doing that. Maybe I should be doing that too. And you're like, we're not thinking for ourselves a lot of the time. We're thinking that, you know, everyone else is doing this or everyone else is using these words. Everyone else is talking about, you know, these four things and everyone's saying that these are the only things that will sell and blah, yeah. you know, blah, 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 and blah. this is the only way you're going to build your Instagram and this is the only way you're going to build your YouTube channel. And yeah, I get all of that, you know, we're so lucky to live in a world where, there's so much free, you know, valuable content, so much free, valuable content. Mm -hmm. And I am a firm believer in always educating ourselves and always investing in ourselves to, to grow. I, I absolutely believe that, but I think what I'm now, I can look at myself from an observing point of view. And I realized that it, it all came down to a lot of it came down to me not really believing that, I could do that, you know, I could be who I wanted to be. And I think, I think, because I had a conversation with my boyfriend and it's something that's always stuck with me. 
and he made me have you ever used magic whiteboard um on the computer no oh my god oh. Ah, right. i guess not then <laughs> i right you'll probably have used it but it's, it might be called something different where you are so it's like um it's like a roll of white paper that statically sticks to the wall have you okay heard of it? okay yeah yeah so um, I had all of this uh, whiteboard and my boyfriend had stuck about 10 pages all over one wall blank and he gave me this dry marker pen and he's like, right, go and write. And I was like, what am I supposed to write? And he was like, go up there and write stuff. <clears throat> so in the middle I'd wrote, who is, uh, who is the woman I want to be? And I started like, you know, putting all these like spider legs off it and writing all these things down. And before I knew it, I'd filled the entire wall. Mm. And uh I, my boyfriend kind of turned around to me and he was like, he said, just look at all that wall. This is everything who you think <clears throat> you need to be, all the qualities you think you need to have and da, da, da. And he said, you know what it is, Caroline? He said, you have convinced yourself that you aren't any of those things. Mm. And he said, and you've convinced yourself you're not any of those things because of things that might have gone wrong in your business or... Um, you know, society as a whole that, you know, tells us that we've got to be more, do more, have more, la, 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 la. And he said, you have put all of that into this big blender and blended it all together and churned it out in, and, and basically drank that stupid juice and gone, actually, I'm, I've convinced myself that, and he said, you just totally convinced yourself that you're not any of those things on there. And he said, you actually are all of those things. Mm. He said, it's just that, society and all of the other things of you know the movements in your business have made you think that you're not any of those things and I was just like he's so right he's so right because we talk about becoming this woman and you know stepping into the shoes of that woman and I've always lived by that but then I actually the more I thought about it I was like well we're always trying to become something more and I get that development and I'm, be- I'm all about bettering ourselves, but it's, it should be, it should be accepting that flawlessly forward version we are now and like building on that, not needing to become more because when you're starting to go from a place of needing to become more, you're already telling yourself that you're not all right as you are. Yeah. Yeah. We have to be now. Yeah. Like yeah. be present and be now mm. and accept the now and love, and the, love now. the now. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And love the now so that yeah. we can, you know, appreciate one where we came from when we do move forward and the excitement of moving forward. Because mm. mm. it's just this constant society will always tell you that, you know, and from a fashion designer's perspective as well, we see all of these magazines. I mean, I do tend to label myself as a bit of a destructive designer because I don't follow fashion trends. I don't say to women, like, this is what you should wear. I'm very much about any piece of fashion that I have ever made. I physically wear for about three months before I actually launch it because I want to know how it feels. I want to know how it washes. I want to know what it looks like with a pair of skinny jeans. I want to know what it looks like with a blazer or, you know, if it's our leather jacket, whatever it is. Mm. So that when I talk about it, 
I'm not trying to convince you to go out and buy my leather jacket. I am telling you, look, this is how it makes me feel. And this is how yeah. badass I know it washes. And this is how amazing it looks with a pair of skinny jeans and all of that kind of stuff. And when you look at magazines and I, you know, I, any fashion shoots that I do, you know, obviously we want them to look good. We want to have a really nice model and, you know, we want it to look all glossy and amazing. Mm-hmm. But when you, when you scroll through these and I was scrolling through Vogue the other month and I was just like, damn, all of these amazing shoots with, you know, Balenciaga, Gucci, all of these things, beautiful Tom Ford, who's like my man crush. You see all of these amazing shoes, but it's, it's almost like these clothes. You're saying to women that if you're six foot four and a size four and Mm. you know, you've got pucker lips and you've this, that and the other, then you're going to look dynamite in this sequined, sequined, like, jumpsuit Mm -hmm. or whatever it is but if you're not then mm, you're probably not gonna look as good and it it, it was just this whole thing of we're we're constantly as women being told that if you dress this way you're gonna feel like this if you are a ceo of a company you have to talk like this if you Mm -hmm. are a mum this is the best way to parent as a mum if you are do you know what i mean it's always been told to be something yeah and And, I, and I, it's just opened my eyes up to a lot more things, I think, and of how where. And I'm not being like it's not like hashtag feminist kind of thing. It's it's just been open to going. God, where where's our voice been? We've not had that voice because there's been so many voices <laughs> and noises that have been yeah. saying, "Oh God, no! If you're a CEO and you know this, you've got to act like this." and you got to wear this kind of thing and can't rock up doing this. But yet, you know, there'd probably be a man CEO of a company who would rock up in jeans and trainers if he felt the need to, because that's what he felt good in. Yeah. And he could still boss it like that. So, but then you would probably see a CEO woman of a company wearing a power suit because that's the need for that. And it, it, it just, it just, it just drips into so many areas of your life, I think. And even more so when you're an entrepreneur. Yes, I, I agree with all of that. <laughs> all of it. <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad I'm talking some kind of sense. It's taken me about, I'm 41, it's probably taken me about 25 years to actually try and articulate it. Yeah, no, and it, it actually has shifted, you know, a perspective. Oh, oh, I have a bot. I had my soda bottle in front of my mouth and I could hear the the echo coming out of the bottle. I'm like, oh, well, that's not going to sound good on the podcast, is it? <laughs> um, it? You've, you know, shifted perspective for me too, that you do have to look at you some too, because, you know, I mean, first of all, I think that my family probably thinks I'm crazy because I talk to myself way more now than mm. I did before I started a business. Mm. But that's okay. I don't care what they think. They can. Well, yeah, because you don't get an answer. It's perfect. perfect (laughs) Oh, but I do get answers, which is the best part. Yeah. (laughs) That's also true. Double-edged sword, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. We could probably have a whole other episode on that. But I talk to myself too, so it's fine. But no, well, I mean, I, I'm totally okay with the fact that I talk to myself because I have to. You know, mm. I feel like you have to sometimes, mm. but, but it, it does, 
you know, everything that you just said about, you know, like, where has our voice been? Like, right. Like, and then you think, like, have I ever really had my own voice? Mm. You know? Um, And then you get to the, you know, either a certain age or something happens, you know, like. They do something like me and just decide to just bugger everything off and close everything and go, I can find my voice. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and you get to some kind of a, a point you know, either a, a, an event or an age or, you know, something where you say, Oh my gosh, like who the hell am I? Mm. Right. Um, and some people don't ever get to that point, but yeah. when, if you do, it's, it's a special point. It's, it's really an amazing place to get to when, even though you might feel confused and oh my gosh, what do I do? And torn mm. because you're like, oh, but I'm supposed to be doing all of these things, but they don't feel good. They don't, you know, I know that there's more. I know that there's something different. I know that I need to do something else. <clears throat> and then, you know, to have the courage to come. I was and, just going to say that being brave enough to. Being brave enough and having the yeah. courage to come and actually mm. do it. Mm. is a whole nother thing right that's like yeah, a whole another <clears throat> level yeah yeah you're absolutely right I mean I know there'd be a lot of people who <clears throat> excuse me mm. there'd be a lot of people who are probably listening and going <clears throat> there's no way in earth <clears throat> that I'm gonna stop all of my businesses and you know come off social media and do all that stuff but there comes a point when you've got to you've got to like stop it all and just give yourself permission mm. <clears throat> to take a bit of your control back. And it's, it is, it is very hard to do. I mean, like the first two weeks of, of coming off social media and stopping the businesses, I thought I'd made a huge mistake. Yeah. I was like, this was absolutely the wrong thing to do. Caroline, you way like, did not think this through. <laughs> like you need to get back <laughs> on and start this all over again because <clears throat> it felt like I, I'd lost a limb because yeah. I was so used to getting up, going on Instagram, posting on here, doing a Facebook Live, showing up on here, doing that, <clears throat> and it almost became just you know part of what you did, and that's fine. It becomes part of a routine, but it was it was just killing me inside because I just I wasn't. I felt like I wasn't living up to other people's expectations of how I should have my business because it was, I hadn't really nailed the, it wasn't that I hadn't nailed my niche, but because it was, I couldn't articulate it in the way everyone else was articulating it. And so I just threw myself into the box of business coaching and, you know, was successful with it. I was just like, why, why do I have to have these labels you know, and, and I was then putting all of these labels on myself. So I was saying, oh, you know, I'm this award-winning international fashion di- designer, which I am. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've showcased in New York at New York Fashion Week. I've won all of these awards and, you know, we've had fashion in luxury stores. But it became a, a label that I had to, I felt like I had to be like telling everybody all of the time. And, mm-hmm. you know, and the same with same with the business coaching it was just like oh what do you do and just a business coach would just roll off my tongue every anytime you were put in like a networking environment and it'd come out of my mouth and I'd be like in my head going why have you just said that 
when you actually don't even that you don't even see yourself as that but because I couldn't articulate what it was or what I was thinking about and you've got all of this pressure from everybody and all these courses that you see where you know they're like oh you've got to have your Instagram bio like nailed people have got to really know what you do and you've got to be able to talk that and say this and it's just like can't do it anymore you know while there's some truth to some of those things right you know, you, you, when somebody comes across you, you do want them to understand yeah. at least what you do. Right. But I think the next time somebody, and that was, you know, when you just said, and then they ask you what you do, like, it's like that, that has to be a part of your identity. Right. Mm. And I think the next time somebody asks me what I do, I'm just going to be like, whatever the hell I want. Mm. <laughs> you just write my, you know That's what, what I do. Rules coach. That's what I'm going to be. I'm a write my own rules coach. We're going to start a new hashtag. Yeah. She's a write your own rules coach. I've never heard of one of those before. Like, yeah, Uh but I'm interested to see what one of those coaches Uh, do. Right. Right. So uh, I'm curious when you decided to shut it all down. Now you said you had, you know, uh, a coaching business. Did you have clients when you like, were just like, I'm I'm done. Um, Well, funnily enough and universally and woo woo as it was I had just finished when I just finished with one client and I was about to um she was about to come on and go for another uh two months on a month-to-month basis and then I just signed up another one who was based over in the states and she was going to do like she was working with me for six months but then, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I've had a, <clears throat> I had a sip of my wine there and it's, <clears throat> it's just not gone down my throat at all. Another sip, girl. Like, <clears throat> <laughs> um, yeah, so the one who was kind of doing the month to month ended up just being like, look, can I, you know, I, I need to kind of just like think about things a bit more. And just, I really want to kind of absorb like our whole time together and implement a lot of what we've done. Mm-hmm. So she just kind of put hold on it. And the one from the States ended up kind of pulling out because she was just like, oh, look, you know, I want to I want to kind of just do a bit more with work and then kind of revisit in a few months. So as timely as it as timely as it was, I would have had some clients going through, Mm -hmm. but they both ended up just stopping Mm -hmm. just before I started to do this. Because like um, I'll tell your listeners now, like I didn't think I didn't plan doing this Mm. I woke up and got my phone out and cut everything off and that was it 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 didn't it wasn't something I ruminated over for a couple of days and thought is that will that be the right thing to do I was like no I need to simplify my life yeah and so I can see again and be again and you know get back to what the actual core values of the Lux Collective was and the core values for me. And so it was literally, I woke up and cut everything off. It wasn't like a thought. I didn't think about it. So I was very, it was universally, obviously at the right time because the clients had stopped. So I was like, right, well, this is the time to do it. And then obviously then with COVID happening, Mm -hmm. I was like, well, Jesus, now I'm having even more time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Actually think about it. 
Now I can really figure out who I am. I can really figure out it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> oh my gosh, that's so funny. But yeah, uh, it, like I said, it really does take a lot of courage to just do it, you know? And for anything, really. I mean, not even just to obviously to shut, just shut everything down and say, you know, I need to figure myself out, but just to do it with anything, whether it's in your business, mm. in your personal your relationships, life, your relationships, your, you know, anything to just make that decision to just do it is, you know, it's a, it's, it's that it's a tipping point. Usually it's usually something that where you're finally, you just say, okay, enough, this needs to change. Mm. And you well, know. it's back in yourself. Ultimately it's yes. that it really is that test of your courage and your belief in yourself to go, do mm. you know what? I'm going to back myself here and I'm going to stop it all and see what happens because there are a hell of a lot of people who will talk it, but they won't walk the talk or talk the walk, whichever way around it is. You know what I'm saying? Either or. Um, Yeah, either or. Both of the above. Um, You know, it's, and they'll be like, yeah, 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 I want to like really find myself, but they won't have the balls to go, right, okay, I'm going to go to the extreme and just stop everything. But that is what it takes. And it is the same in relationships. It's the same how you show up, you know, even in your, you know, your style and everything. It's, you've got to, be able to go right. Okay, I need to. I need to like refigure this out here. Yeah, and then figure out what you're allowing too, mm. because a lot of that, a lot of it is that, right? I mean, yeah. you know, we don't think that, or a lot of people don't think that, you know, they can change their circumstance. Mm. And you know, your circumstance is honestly just what you are allowing into your life. Yeah. So if you're allowing things that you don't make you feel good, then you need to stop allowing those things. And, Mm. and that's the hard part, right? Like getting to the point where you're like, yes, I am just going to stop allowing myself (laughs) to do these things or to let these things in or to not show up the way that I want to, or to show up the way that I want to, like a bazillion different things. Mm. I think that really it boils down to, you know, you just have to be true to yourself, be okay with being unapologetic and mm-hmm. be okay with saying, I am not perfect and neither is anybody else. Mm-hmm. Like even the people that you look up to, you know, like your mentors or yeah. whoever it is, you know, they're not perfect either. They have the same freaking problems. Everybody else does. It's just that there's, you know, there's a certain amount of people who will talk about that. And there's a certain amount of people who won't talk about that and will just yeah. show you all of the good stuff. Right. And then but behind closed doors, they're probably, <clears throat> you know, screaming, going, oh, my God. They're like, like sucking their thumb in the corner with a bottle yeah. of wine. Yeah. I just yeah. want to be like that really flawlessly flawed version of myself. And it's like, well, you're, you're, you've got the, you know, you've got the key there. You can just, you can be that if you want to be, but you know, you've got to be brave enough to go, mm, right. Okay. I'm going to step, I'm going to step away from all of it now and just mm. see and be and <clears throat> figure out the woman that I am again, not who I want to be, but that I am 
again mm-hmm. and then build you know you build then on the strengths <clears throat> that you you know that you've got and that was a big thing for me I, I recognized again what I felt my strengths were and what felt good to me everything now is a feeling like me coming <clears throat> me coming onto your podcast mm-hmm. when I saw your post I just felt like it was I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that feels really good. Like I haven't, I didn't research you. I didn't do anything at all. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I actually feel really good. I loved your picture. I was like, oh, she looks like she's got really good energy. And nice. same with anything, you know, it's the podcast I was interviewed on on Saturday. It was the same with those two girls. Mm-hmm. And, you know, these clutch bags that I'm doing now, it just feels like that's what I'm supposed to be doing in the podcast. Um, and, it, it, and it's just the difference is insane it's and now I'm like getting into the swing of things and I'm like yeah yeah I always wanted to be creating a membership so my attention is kind of veering in that direction a little bit and you know my strengths are in hosting my own events and I'm like I could do I can run my business however I want to run my business yeah you know and if that means that I don't always coach one-on-one but I'd still be offering that. But, you know, the main focus is hosting the, you know, hosting the events and having the membership and that kind of thing. Then I can do that. I don't have to just have one-on-one clients because that's the way everybody tells you you've got to start. Right. No, yeah. coaching business, you know. Absolutely not. That's right. And I, I say to my clients all the time that, you know, they will say, should I do this or should I do that? And I'm like, it's your business. What do you want to do? Like, mm. how? What is it? What would it feel like if you did do it? What would it feel like if you didn't do it? Yeah. Right. Like I cannot tell you how to run your business. I can guide you to the directions that you, that I, that you, that feel good to you. Right. Mm. But you know, and I can give you tips and I can give you, you know, advice here and there or, you know, or point some things out that, you know, maybe this would be good or maybe that wouldn't be the best idea. And here's what I, Mm. why I think that, but ultimately it's not about me. Yeah. It's, you know, when I'm coaching, I'm talking to you. This is all about you. This is about what feels good to you. And I know Mm. that when things don't feel good to me, or I feel like I'm getting resistance. Like I can literally feel it, you know, when I've mm. had enough for the day and I'm like, I got to like, what? Well, and I know that I have like three or four more things to do, but I'm like, I just, I know that my hundred percent won't be there. Yeah. And I, and I know that, you know, if I go and do it, I'm going to feel crappy about it later. Yeah. I just, I shut it down. I'm like, yep, yeah, I'm good. I'm just going to go Netflix and chill for, you know, <laughs> for the rest of the night. Um, and I, you have to honor your feelings. You have to honor yourself and you have to honor, you know, the, to feel okay doing it. Yeah. That's the biggest thing is like, you have to be like, okay, I just am not, you know, and understand why you're not feeling it either. I mean, there are things, you know, some, some people will be like, Oh, I'm just not feeling it right now. Well, okay. Well, why are you not feeling it? Like if it's really because you're like, uh, you know, I'm not going to give this a hundred percent. My brain is just too full or too something, whatever it is. Right. Mm. But sometimes you just have to, you have to just walk away, whether it's for 10 minutes, whether it's for the night, 
whether it's for seven weeks, you know, whatever it is. And counting. (laughs) Yeah. And counting and whatever it is, be okay with that and just be, and look at, you know, you don't even have to do anything. Like you don't have to do anything. I think that's really kind of the point we're trying to get you here. Right. Is that you don't have to be like anybody else. You don't have to anything. Zero. Yeah. And I I think ultimately what comes out of it all is a a better, a better love for yourself, a better understanding Mm -hmm. of yourself. And I mean, I've always been a risk taker. I, you know, I, I do things and think about, think about everything afterwards um and it served me well a lot of the times because it means that I I don't overthink things as much but I still do overthink but going through this journey as well it's it's made me just like back myself more because because I am using my feeling I'm not I'm not stuck in my head all of the time I'm not coming at things from a monetary perspective or because <clears throat> I used to really define my happiness and my success based on money. Um, yeah. because that's what, that's what was out there. And that was what I was influenced by. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, Oh my God, if I haven't got, you know, 20, if I'm not making 20 grand a month, then, Oh my God, that means that I'm not in the, you know, in the club kind of thing. And, and it's, yeah. it's just, it's, it's a bit, I don't even know the words to describe it, but it's just really, it's suffocating. It's so suffocating. Yeah. And as I said, it just spills out into your life in other areas as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's one of the biggest blocks or, you know, misconceptions that everybody has is that money's Mm going to make me happy. No, Mm -hmm. money's not going to make you happy. You're going to make make you happy. happy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, and in turn the relationships that you have will be happier yes. you know that the conversations that you have with friends will be happier um and yeah and it you know it all starts it all starts with you just being brave i think mm-hmm. yeah and the money will come right like when you're in alignment with yourself and you're in alignment like, and you know, like what you're putting out into the world and what you're doing is what your purpose truly is. And Mm. it's really aligned with you. People will feel that. Yeah. Well, they they put the, you've got massive pull of people towards you then because you are, it's not that. You're you're vibing at a high, you know, you're vibing high. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and you're at a higher frequency, <laughs> but you're at a higher frequency for yourself. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's been interesting and it's been, you know, a huge eye opener and I've learned a lot, you know, about myself and hopefully it's a lot that I can then show and, you know, show other women as well. If, mm-hmm. And that, that was really why I literally started the podcast. I thought, right, I need to talk about this. Yeah. And whilst I'm not ready or it's not that I'm not ready that I just don't want to put, I'm not feeling like I want to put my website back up. Mm -hmm. I've reinstated the Instagram page. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, right now the Instagram and the podcast feel good, you know, and 
if there's people that want to work with me, they'll be able to find me. Yeah. I don't, you know, you don't need to have all of this stuff like going 24 seven. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You just burn out that way and then it doesn't Mm. become fun anymore. Mm -hmm. And what is the point? (laughs) Really that point, if it's not fun, what's the point? Exactly. Yeah. So I'm really glad that, you know, I kind of caught you right at the, (laughs) at the fresh point of this too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that we connected at, at this stage, because I think that it's amazing that even just after seven weeks that you, you know, you feel so much more aligned with you and yeah. are like, I need to tell people about this because it's freaking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And there's loads of women I know who, who were probably thinking that, like, what is it? What is it that I need to be doing? Or why am I feeling this way? And it is just... Yeah, maybe not as drastic as me, but it, it still boils down to the same thing. Yeah, just take that step back and, mm. you know, and be. Like, that's really it, be. Like, look mm. at your, you know, look within yourself. Don't think about the future. Don't think about the past. Just be in that moment that you're in right now and, you know, clear it and it will come, you know? Yeah, for sure. That's amazing. So thank you so much for sharing the story because it really is an inspiration. Um, And I know that because you're such an amazing fashion designer that you (laughs) love to share some tips with us for, you know, (laughs) women to, to dress incredibly inspiring. Um, Okay. So a few tips for styling at home because we're Mm. obviously all at home and Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's so easy to just sit in your tracksuit bottoms and a hoodie because, you know, you're not going to see anybody and not put any makeup on. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, (laughs) I've been known to be doing that too. But what I have been trying to do a lot recently is actually, and it's not even just about like putting the makeup on, but even just like doing your nails, a a small thing of doing your nails will... Mm lift your mood and when you are sat at home which a lot of us are doing right now wear comfy wear comfy but kind of stylish trousers jeans whatever it is because when we are sat down you know when we are sat down for a long time I don't know about you but the top button on my jeans ends up getting opened because I've been sat down (laughs) so long and I'm like I can't breathe anymore I need to open these jeans so, and then you start feeling shit then because you're just like, oh my God, I pro- have I eaten too much? You know, is, is this what it is? Why I've got to want to do the top button. Yeah. So my tip is to, one of the tips is to obviously like do your nails, do all of the things that will, when you're looking down at your laptop and you're typing away, it's nice to have nice nails and yeah. we can't all get out now and it does make you feel good. So give yourself a little manicure and in terms of clothes, wear comfy bottoms not sweatpants even it doesn't matter even if they're like they're yoga ones if they're going to be yoga ones pair them with a really cool shirt or mm. something like that that still makes you feel good because whilst it's great to feel comfortable in your joggers and a hoodie it's beautiful to feel snuggly and comfy it's also badass to feel good and that's that's what we want to be feeling at home, you know. So if it is a case of you want to wear your skinny jeans at home all day, then 
pair it, make sure they're a comfy pair of skinny jeans that you're not going to feel like, oh, you've got to undo the top button. And yeah. pair it with something nice, you know, like a nice cool t-shirt or for me, like a go-to outfit is a pair of skinny jeans, a cool t-shirt and, you know, like a blazer, like a real, I've got a really nice kind of long blazer or a leather jacket, like just wear something that makes you feel good because the more you feel good, the better work that you produce and the more confident that you feel as well. Yeah. Great tips. Perfect. Okay. So where can everyone find you on Instagram? Um, my Instagram is thelux.collective um, and my Facebook page is The Lux Collective and I've recently launched a podcast which is called The Flawlessly Flawed Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that went live and it's already got uh, about five or six reviews since yesterday. <laughs> it's doing Yay. really well. <laughs> awesome. awesome. I know. Um, yeah, so you can catch me. You can catch me there for now. Perfect. All right. Well, Caroline, thank you. I really appreciate your time. Again, your story is very inspiring and I, I'm hoping that it will inspire others to, you know, take that step back and look at themselves as well, especially mm. if they're feeling some, you know, resistance in what it is they're doing. Uh, well, thank you very much for having me on. Oh, you're so welcome. Um, okay. So everyone listening as usual, screenshot this episode, tag Carolyn and I on Instagram in your stories and feel free to DM either one of us and let us know what you thought about this and what you took away from it. Um, send Caroline some love, go follow her <laughs> and we will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're welcome.